Grand Rising Powerful Being. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about how to wake up the process of enlightenment. All right. Now, a lot of us might think, hey, you talking about waking up from sleep? Uh, pretty much. Listen, a lot of us been sleeping in really late <laughs> and we sleep late and we sleep late, we sleep late in the bed. We sleep late in life. We don't blossom and get the full light up until something bad happens. So the process of enlightenment usually starts in a dark room because mm, when it's in the dark, that's when you look for the light the most. Um, the process of waking up usually is when you feel like you're falling down. You ever had this dream when you feel like you're falling, you're falling, you're falling, and all of a sudden you wake up? That's the process of enlightenment. It's when it feels like you're about to lose yourself, so you have to find yourself. Mm. So enlightenment, waking up is about finding yourself, finding out who you really are, and then staying in that power. So keep listening to this episode of Ed Talks Daily, and let's grow. Now, this is a podcast. My name is Edward Giles, a.k.a. The Holistic Motivator. Every day I have a podcast on my podcast. It's called Ed Talks Daily, Personal Growth and Motivation. If you haven't yet, subscribe to it so you can listen to it. Just go to edtalksdaily.com and you'll be able to subscribe and listen to this podcast. Now that we've got the announcements out of the way, let's talk about how to wake up. I said a couple of things in the beginning that were really deep. I said, a lot of times we don't wake up up until we feel like we're falling down so much and we just, we got to wake up because it's like, we feel like we're about to lose yourself. So at the moment, at the darkest moment is usually the moment we make a decision. And the reason for that is the soul, the spirit is not willing to die. Let me repeat that. The soul and the spirit wants to keep living on. So when you feel like you're about to lose yourself, you're about to lose your life, you're losing your sanity, that's when it's beginning. So somebody's watching this right now and said, hey, Ed, you're describing my life right now. You, how you know? <laughs> Yo, I don't necessarily know, but I've been there. You know, the process of enlightenment is where you go is what you teach about, which is what you talk about. So the dark moments, what it does is it causes you to reveal your light, right? So this is the revelation process, okay? So at this point is, look. I have to reveal what's in me or else I'm going to lose what's everything. So a lot of times it looks like habits, bad habits. A lot of times it looks like search, uh, setbacks, setbacks. A lot of times it looks like pain, pain. A lot of times it looks like trauma, trauma. A lot of times it looks like, yo, I can't feed my family um, scarcity. A lot of times it feels like, yo, I need to do something or else I don't know where I'm going to end up, right? And this is a good space to be. Somebody's like, what? Because guess what? It's better that you're uncomfortable and awake than comfortable and sleep. Let, let me repeat that again. It's better that you're uncomfortable and vigilant than comfortable and at the hand of a possible demise. So a lot of people, they want to just, listen, don't tell me anything that's going on. Let me stay oblivious to what is happening so that I may run away from it so that in the moment I don't feel bad about myself. That's most people. Let me not get in touch with what's actually happening. You know what? Don't even bring it up. Why are you bringing this up right now? I don't want to deal with this skeleton. Right? So most people are hiding their skeletons in their closet. I want you to bring your skeletons out and start to build from there. You're like, oh, man, this is waking up. <laughs> 
Yo, part of waking up is not only will you see the light, you're going to see the shadows. Part of waking up, not only will you see the angel, but you're going to see the devils. Because a lot of people sleep and they call devils angels. I'm not just talking about other people, entities. I'm talking about the devil on your shoulder. Somebody says, hey, I have this little voice in my head. And it's always telling me to do certain things. And I have died, identified with this voice so much that whenever somebody tries to check me, or other words, making sure that I'm really here and not this devil on my shoulder, I check them and I tell them, listen, don't, don't, don't. Uh. But no, they're just holding you to a higher standard. They're holding you to a divine one. They're just saying, hey, this is not you. Why are you acting like that? Listen, that's not the person I married. Or that's not the person I've, I've got in a relationship with. This is you're not. This is not the same friend I know. Sometimes you tell that to yourself. You're like, man, this is not me. What am I doing? You see, a lot of times we let the devil in our head, and I just that's just the part of us that tells us to do these slimy things that we know is not right. And then we let that follow. We 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 stay in the sleep. We're almost like hypnotized. You ever heard of like yo my demons taking over me? My demons take you hear that it's my demons, it's not me. Have you heard that it's my demons? Well, these things really serve at that because they have a possessive, they have a possessive attribute, your demons. And these are the things that you subconsciously let run your life, usually sprouted from a deep place of pain, right? And you think that you are suffering yourself, but you're suffering in a, 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 a un dealt part of you you think you're suffering your mind but you're suffering a subconscious script you think you're suffering your thoughts but you're repeating generational traumas and that's coming up and you're reacting it again you're acting in that same trauma right rather than saying hey i need to wake up so how to wake up starts with knowing your sleep mm. How to wake up starts with knowing that you've been sleeping or knowing that you've been sleepwalking. Most people sleepwalk through life, but they call it life. But they're sleepwalking. Most people sleepwalk to life to walk slowly to the graveyard with their treasure chest of gifts. Right. And the whole time they feel like their gifts is a heavy load because they're not revealing and sharing that gift. So process of waking up is not just when you notice that you're asleep, but it's when notice that when you notice that you have something within you that is more than you're currently giving and you have to reveal it out here, then something says it has to change or it has to change. I have to evolve because there's something powerful in it. So waking up is not just about the darkness that forces you into the light. And that's not a, it is an attraction towards it because you find out there's a light within you. So waking up has to do with finding out, discovering, learning. The more you learn is not just the more you earn. The more you learn is the more it is revealed. Learning is a revelation process. You learn so you can tap into what's already in you. You learn so you can know the truth about what's possible for you. You listen to other people's stories so that way you understand that where I'm at now is not where I'm always going to be. So you can understand the process of. So a lot of times we think it's only our journey that's going to 
No, sometimes it's going to be, you need to see a testimony. Now, I love Jesus and I, I'm going to advocate for Jesus. And what, I, what I've learned the most from Christ is this. Not only do you learn from your experiences, but you learn from the experience of others, the testimonies. Now, God works in wondrous ways where he will have you go through the shadows of the valleys of death to get you out without a hair broken out of your head, simply to be able to reveal to the world that it is possible. So your current pain, problem, situation is actually a testimony to happen. It's a test with an alimony at the end. <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. All I'm saying is the test will reward you once you pass it. And passing it means you just grow through it, okay? So now, getting the testimonies, how to wake up starts with knowing that you can wake up. It's knowing that you're asleep. How to find out is to learn. How to learn is to find out about other people's stories. OPS. There's OPE, other people's experiences. OPS, other people's stories. How other people went through it. So the process of me waking up was realizing I have something deep inside of me. But what made it more powerful was listening to other people's stories. It gave me confirmation. It confirmed a lot of things for me because then I started to notice that, oh, this has not came to break me. It came to, how you doing, Barbara? This has not came to break me. It has caught, came to teach me something. For those of you listening, watching, share this video to five friends. Comment down real quick. Couple brother out. Let's get this out. Share this video to five friends and comment done. Let me share it. And if you're listening on the podcast and you're hearing this part, listen, this is not just a uh, a, a podcast is a video every single day at 10 a.m. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You can actually go in and you'll be able to tap into the daily podcast where I talk about personal development, business. If you're a healer and you want to grow your business, I talk about that. So I have a variety of topics I bring to you daily. So make sure you share this, send a message to somebody with the video, with the audio and let them know, hey, I love this podcast. I think you love it too. All right. So with that being said, make sure you share this video and podcast to five friends and comment done. Okay. All right. Perfect. So now I said the test come with alimony <laughs> and I just made that up. It is not alimony is not that word, but I just testimony. I'm trying to break it. Now, out of your test, you're going to get rewards. And the reward is not what you get at the end of the test, but it's who you become during and because of the test. The reward is not what you get at the end of the test, but it's what you step into during the test. This is the most value extracted. So you're like, what do I mean? It means that the pain you're going through right now is actually teaching you something that you're going to need for your entire life. And best you learn that lesson than keep experiencing the pain. Listen. When you don't extract a lesson from a pain or a moment of darkness, you don't convert it. You store it to relive it again. Your pain becomes demons when it's undealt with. Mm. Your pain becomes demons when it's undealt with. But when you heal your pain, when you work with your pain, 
when you evolve from the pain, what was once a demon is now an angel. It becomes your guarding angel, right? You said, why is it my guarding angel now? Well, because what was once my pain has became something that I learned. Turn your pain into courage. Sometimes you have to go through something to understand that the next thing going is not going to break you. You ever got to a point where you said, I went through this before? Oh, I went through worse things than that. Ah, man, you, what do you mean to tell me? Then you stand up strong because you're like, I already went through this. I know what this is like. So life is a, is a series of tests to prepare you for the next one so you could keep evolving and getting better. And they say we're not a human being having spiritual experiences. The enlightenment process is not a spiritual experience. It is a spiritual being finally recognizing the truth of who they are. So they think, oh, I'm just a human having a spiritual experience. No, you're a spirit being having a human experience, and you have to learn better as this how to navigate here. You have to re listen. Somebody said, hey, I, I know I heard about past lives. I don't know if I really believe. I'm not telling you to believe in that. But what I'm saying is if you're a spirit and you are always, uh, look, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. That means that this, all spirits are, pi are part of a larger spirit, the entire spirit of the world. And we all come and then we embody this body and we go through this life for a specific period of time. Your goal here in the planet is to remember who you are so you can show up in that spirit and not just as the human, as the casing or the shell, or you may say the temple, so that you may also be able to tap into your spirit so you can do great works in this earth. But most of us were not tapped into it. We're so focused on our bodies that we forgot about our energy body. We're so focused on the physical body that we forgot about the emotional body. We're so focused on how we look, how, we, how we're dressed, what, what they think of us, that we don't really focus on who we really are. So somebody want to know, Ed, how do I actually waken up? Waking up is not a how-to process. Waking up is why must I wake up? Why is it important? Waking up is not of what is the step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We, we really want that. And if I gave you that step, I'd be lying to you. So waking up, enlightenment is not a step-by-step -step process. Somebody says, what? It's a letting go, unlearning, undoing the things that has, that has taken you away from unconditional love. Now, remember I just said, we are all a piece of the divine. So if we're all a piece of the divine, our level of darkness is based on how far we've went away from God. And the closer we get to God, the closer we get back into the light, the more enlightened we get, the more we start to wake up. So my thing is, why have you been running away from the divine within you? And what have you been identifying with? So much that you forgetting who you are. Somebody says, I'm a nurse. Somebody says, I do this, I do that. They're forgetting the true essence of who they are. They have taken a profession and has boxed them spirit themselves up in that profession, forgetting the true essence of their spirit being. So it's also about identifying with your spirit, not your body. Identifying with your spirit 
and not your profession, identifying with your spirit and not your color, identifying with your spirit and not your facial qualities. Now, I'm not saying as a human, you can't look good, you can't feel good, you can't, you can't have a strong belief and identity and saying like, hey, I'm proud, I'm black and I'm proud. I'm Asian and that's my, and that's my mojo. And I love being this, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, oh, don't stand up for your culture. I am saying before everything you identify with comes, your identification should root within the divine. Now, somebody says, I don't believe in God. Well, if you do not believe of a universal source, the light, it is almost nearly impossible to step into it. So good luck with your enlightenment journey. However, it will be very difficult for you. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to enlighten you. How do you get closer to the light? Somebody says, yeah, I don't know. How do I get closer to the light? Walk away from the dark. <laughs> says, what is the dark? What are the dark forces? The forces of evil. Like, what are the evil forces? The forces that deplete your power. What forces deplete my power? You know. You know what forces deplete your power. You know what habits deplete your power. You know what conversations, what shows deplete your power. You already know. A lot of people want to ask because they don't want to deal with what they know. You know. You know what you need to get away from. You know how you need to transform. You know what food you need to eat. You already know. So it is in the knowing that you become enlightened. Enlightened, it is the unlearning that gets you tapped into the knowing. Now somebody says, I don't really know. I memorize. So all my life I thought I knew, but I just memorized what they wanted me to know. So how do I really know? The, the you that knows... It's not the human I speak of, yo. I'm talking about that spirit that's connected to a divine source. That's the person who knows. How do I get myself in one with the divine online? There are practices that you can do that's going to help create a clarity of mind that will get you tapped into the divine. Let's start with your breath. The number one thing you can start to do is breathe. Now, why would you breathe? Breathing has so many, listen, the idea of breathing is the number one way of connecting with it all. Get into it all through your breath. Somebody asks, how? How do I get into it all with my breath? How, Ed? Listen, when you breathe in, you breathe in oxygen, inert gas, and nitrogen, and you exhale carbon dioxide. All right. Now, the CO2 you breathe out, the trees take that in to produce more oxygen. So the very act of breathing is a reciprocative process. It's reciprocation. You breathe in, you are blessed, and then you bless. So breathing is conjunction with the life force of the earth because the oxygen is how God keeps us alive. You can go 30 days without eating. You can go 13 days without water, but you can only go three minutes without air. 
So breathing is the most important thing you can possibly do. So somebody says, my breath is not that important. Stop breathing for three minutes. Let's find that out. So to be alive, you have to breathe. Mm. Now, to tap into the divine, you have to breathe intentionally. Most of you are sleep breathing. You're breathing subconsciously. Your body is doing it naturally, so you don't have to do much force. When you breathe consciously, you say, hey, I'm not just going to let my body just do what it do naturally. I'm going to enhance that experience because I control myself. You step into your godly power to do this, and that creates a more synchrony with the divine because it brings you into a state of oneness getting a peace of mind. A state of oneness and getting a peace of mind starts with clarity of thought, getting your body still. Now, there are physiological implications of breathing deeply, just like I posted earlier, a deep diaphragmic breath. It calms down your, your central nervous system. Your parasympathetic nervous system gets activated, which gets you from a frenzy, stressful, tired, sluggish um, state into a more relaxed, zen, and empowered state. When you breathe consciously, you are able to tap in much effectively towards a divine source of bliss. Because physiologically, there is a sort of stress release in, that, you, that happens within your body. Now, the reason why most people aren't able to wake up is because they're toxic. They have toxic thoughts. They get toxic food. They drink toxic air. They hold their breath. Not only do they consume toxicity, but they stay around toxic conversation, toxic people, toxic energy. And all of that, it taints your ability to connect with the divine. So somebody says, how do I make myself holy? To make yourself holy is to make yourself in one with the divine laws that promote vitality. Make myself in one with divine laws that promote vitality. So residing in the state of joy, residing in a state of love and bliss and courage and effort and strength keeps you in line. So you're like, how do I do that? Breathing. You're like, oh, wow, that's one tool. I thought you said this is not a how to wake up specifically step by step by step. You see, breathing is not something that you do to get something. Breathing is something that you do because it's part of how you stay alive. And you do it consciously to enhance your life. So breathing is not, oh, I'm going to take some time just to breathe because I want to feel better and this is how I think it. I do it, so I do this, so I get this. We often think of problem-solution, cause and effect. But when we say, hey, if I remain in a certain state, a certain way of being, I will be causing a continuous effect. So now it's like, yo, I breathe consciously throughout the time. I do things mindfully and you start to wake up. So what if throughout the day you took deep diaphragmic breaths while you were just going through your day? Most people, when they breath, they do they do a what I like to say a air balloon animal. They breathe into their chest. They suck up. They are top heavy, bottom constricted. You want to be fully rounded. This is well rounded, holistic, 
holistic. So instead of using your chest and then breathing in to the top chamber, you want to use all five chambers of the lung, right? You got three chambers on the right, two on the left. So you want to you want to pretend like your lungs, your belly is a balloon, and your lungs is a tubing inside of the balloon. And you know, when you breathe in, your stomach inflates and it creates a big balloon. And then when you exhale, squeezing the balloon deflates and the air comes out. So let's practice this. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and and you can't see me, go to Spotify or YouTube. You'll be able to see me. So now you breathe in, right? Inhale and you exhale, push. So let me back up a little bit so make sure y'all can see me because those people on Spotify, those people on YouTube and Instagram will be able to see me. So now when you're in your belly, you push your belly in. It's your exhale breath. To inhale, push your hand out by inflating the belly. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. So the breathe out is a contraction, which means you are squeezing the abdomen in so that way you can squeeze all of the air out. And when you breathe in, you are inflating the lungs so that the balloon expands. And that expansion, you feel the air going towards the lung, which touches every single organ. So now, another thing with breathing is it gets you in touch with what's happening in your body. So let me tell you an example. Now, mind you, my process of waking up, getting more enlightenment starts with physical. A lot of people don't understand how important it is to move. Now, I've been an athlete all of my life. It, it is my gift. So all my life, I've always played sports. But it is in this, these sports that I really started my enlightenment process because I realized from back then as a kid, I was always reading. I was always doing all of these things, and it comes in stages. You don't step into everything all at once. It's a continuous growth, right? However, when you challenge your body, you challenge your mind, which encompasses and allows your spirit to blossom. So as I always sought to be better physically, to get better, it made me a mental strength, mental resilience, physical strength, physical resilience. I was using my lungs, my energy body. I raised my vibration and aura and frequency. All of those things just from playing sports. And then now when I learned how to breathe consciously and I learned the art of medical Qigong, it enhanced it 10x. So now I started to get ideas. I started to have dreams. I started to have, I'm able to do this in a spiritual place, not just from a mental place because of that cultivation. And I truly believe that all of the physical activity I've done up until this point has really been the major part of this entire waking up process. So the, the best training ground is going to be movement. How you move, how you breathe is going to determine how you wake up and how much enlightenment. Think about it. Your aura or energy body also has to do with your physical. Now, think about it. You see yourself here, but you know that there are layers outside of your body that creates a certain field around you. This energy layer can either be in depletion or constantly in elevation. 
Now, most people's energy layers in depletion because they stay in low emotional states that lower their vibrational frequency. They stay in shame, blame, guilt, fear, anxiety, worry, depression, sadness. And because of those states of being, they, they lower the vibration. But when you do a physical movement, you actually, when you dance, when you jump, when you swim, now there's a physical thing that's happening to raise the vibration of energy. But at the same time, you feel better because your body secretes certain hormones. And those certain hormones that's secreted in your body makes you feel good, transforms your mood, raises your vibration and energy. How does that raise your vibration and energy? Because when you move, you feel better. Your body releases endorphins natural painkillers, dopamine, you feel good for doing something positive, oxytocin if you're doing it with people that you love. So all of these chemicals and then cortisol, which is a stress hormone, gets depleted, gets away from your body because you're burning up the stress. And then adrenaline, which we often feel when we're stressed, we use that energy, which then gets better, fight or flight. I say this, don't run away from your problems in your mind. Go and take a run because you're literally running your problems out of your body. Because when you're stressed out, your body gets in a flight, fight or flight state. So instead of fleeing the situation mentally, ignorance, I call ignorance, flee the experience physically. I call that a run to clear your mind, a walk to clear your mind, some Qigong moves to clear your mind, some boxing to clear your mind. Somebody said, I'm pissed off. Well, burn that pissed off energy because not only the stress affect your mental state, it affects your digestive, your, your body state. This is why fight or flight. Oh, if I'm going to run, if I'm going to fight, your body says, hey, oh, let's get rid of all the stuff that's in my belly. So you feel like, oh, I got to take a, I got to pee. You know, sometimes when you're scared, you feel like you need to pee, right? All of those are your body responding, right? So physical is one of the most amazing ways to start to wake up. So that means that you can read all of the books. You can go to all of the seminars. You can be as spiritual as you want to be. But if you're not moving, if you're not doing active movement every single day, you are not on the right path. Somebody says, but I love, I eat healthy. Yes, you do. That is great. You are feeding yourself healthy foods. You're living foods, living cells. But your body also needs movement. It is very, very important that you move. Somebody says, hey, my knees are shot. You know, I can't do too much. I can't move that much. You have to find other ways. Now, mind you, I'm wearing a blue dragon Qigong because I'm a Qigong master. I have a great Qigong grandmaster who teaches me this. So now I've learned the art of energy cultivation, which is thousands of years old now. Now, the benefit of this is this is not just strenuous physical movement that you normally do in the gym when you just like, mm, mm. now those are good too. Those burn excess energy, boxing, running, like all of those things are amazing. But I've learned the art of cultivating your energy. So building your life force with breathing. So I told you breathing is going to help you enlightenment. I said, movement is gonna help it. So now we do rotational movements and these rotational movements are medical, y'all. So this means that we're doing medical exercises because there's something called meridians. Meridians are energy channels that go throughout your body. Now you have five meridians going down the heart. There's three going down the arm. There's three major ones. We have the heart, the lung, 
the pericardium. Now, there are certain movements that you do when, you, when you're doing this. It's allowing a flow. This is like moving acupuncture, right? You have the spleen, the kidneys, the liver meridians on the leg. So you have the small and large intestine. You got so many different meridians going down throughout your entire body, and there are movements that's going to bring balance to those meridians and organs. Now, a lot of people don't understand this. There are also emotional states that causes stagnation blocks within your various organs and energy channels. So that means that you, the way that you feel is going to determine your state of being. Now, not only that, the trauma is housed. Also, the issues are stuck in your tissues. So the issues are stuck in your tissues. So that means that the way you feel is the way you feel. Let me repeat that again. The way you feel is the way you feel. So if you're like you got a heavy weight on your chest, maybe there's sadness and grief. Your kidneys, you, it's always hot. Hot flashes. Sis can't talk right now. So you got hot flashes. Your kidneys may be out. Maybe there's some fear, right? Maybe the, your, your sexual organs are off. Maybe you've been overindulging. Your liver is hurting. You got liver issues. You're, maybe you've been angry for a long period of time. There's a trauma. Maybe you're angry at your daddy, your mama, your, your husband. Like all of those things causes anger. Now your spleen, worry. Now the spleen is affected by worry. You're worrying too much. Some people are super wor worrier. They worry about everything. The spleen is affected. Digestion is off. Sadness affects the heart. Grief affects the lungs. So all of these things then gets into certain collection points, which then blocks the creek of your chakras. Now, in the Chinese system, audio still cut off? Now, in, is the audio on? In the Chinese system, there are more than just seven chakras. However, we focus on we can focus on those seven chakras. All right. So now, if there are certain emotional blocks in certain parts of your body, damn, why my sister? If there are certain emotional blocks in certain parts of your body, this causes a block or stagnation, which then affects you negatively over time. So you might be wondering, like, yo, what? I can't get myself to do certain things. I can't, I, like, I'm trying to heal. I'm trying to change my behavior, but I don't, every time I try to change my behavior, I revert back to how I once was. Can you hear? Damn it, bro. So every time I change my behavior, I revert back. Well, let me tell you something. You can change your behavior, but unless you heal the underlying issues, It'll circle back around, okay? You can change your behaviors, which is important, but you also have to deal with the underlying issues. Bring balance back to your body. Now, so Qigong is something that I teach, and I recommend that you all tap in. Comment, sound is good, if the sound is good, okay? So unless you change your behaviors, you can't change... Unless you change the underlying issues, change the habits and the behaviors, a lot of things don't shift. All right. Um, so, yes. So that is pretty much the podcast. If you want to tap into this daily class, 
that I have called Rising Prime to help you with the waking up process, the enlightenment that I speak of. I want you to go to holisticlifestyletribe.com, holisticlifestyletribe.com, and you are going to get access to a daily rising routine every single day with positivity. You're going to get those testimonials I'm going to talk about that's going to help you. You're going to get those information that's going to help you get informed, information. You're also going to learn the breathing exercises, the qigong that's going to help you with that process. Now, I'm not saying this is going to help you wake up and get enlightened, but how you rise determines how you go through your day. How you go through your day determines how you go through your life. So if you can rise up with a routine that is transformative, if you can rise up with a that, that is in, in, informative, then guess what? You're going to be able to be transformed through your very acts. So all I do is I serve as a teacher, as a healer, to be able to provide you with some of the guidance. So just by helping with the structure, with some of the information, facilitating the space that's going to help you throughout your healing process, okay? So if you're interested, just go to holisticlifestyletribe.com and you will be able to get access to what I'm talking about. And if you just want to try out one of the class on Mondays or Fridays, click the link in my bio or go to riseandprime.co. That's riseandprime.co. And there you're going to be able to get access to Friday's Rising Prime session. You could just test it out um, and you could bypass the seven-day trial and just get one day out the week. So that is it. And if you're watching um, on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, just go ahead and click the link in my bio. You'll be able to find all the information. And also, those of you listening, just click the links in the description for any extra information. All right. So I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to reveal the person that you are and become the person that you've always been. But first, you have to believe it in order to release it. And until that happens, the world forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So remember, 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 let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. <laughs> it's the Holistic Motivator, and I wish you an amazing journey of waking up. Because waking up is not something that you wake up once. You got to always keep waking up and keep going closer towards the light. Peace.